just once again make clear that which most do not seem to understand. This podcast is marked as explicit, not because it offers a mature look into the world of topics not meant for the young or immature, but because it mucks about in very appalling, gormless, and tasteless filth whilst reveling in it. Cinemus Psyops aims to drag you down into the very same muck filled with sexual deviancy and decayed morality. Cinemus Psyops. They heap weekly praise on such filth while discussing the most base and animalistic urges, reviewing the lowest common denominator of low-grade trash ever considered film.
191st consecutive week of Cinema PsyOps. I'm your ghost court, the guy that's got a two-day meat sweat going from one visit to a Brazilian grill, and my co-host all the way across the city of Omaha that knows what that feels like is my co-host, Matt. Ah, that intro is fire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got a two-day meat sweats, man. I'm not lying. Yeah, man. Yeah. Shit happens, dude. You've been to one of those. Yeah, you've been to one of those. I've been to that one. Oh, the one that I'm talking about we went to is, was in Lincoln. It was a bit oh, okay. of a Okay, I was at the same one in Omaha. Okay, yeah, it's the same restaurant chain, right? Was yeah. it Ro- Ros- Rodizio's or Texas, something? Texas de Brazil. Okay, yours is, okay, so this was different. So mine me. might be different. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the one in Lincoln was uh, quite amazing. Uh, we got there mid-afternoon because, you know, we have to always arrange things around taking care of Mac. And yeah. uh, we were kind of like the only ones in the restaurant. And the experience is amazing where you have a thing where you signify, bring me meat or let me take a break while I eat the meat that you brought me those are your two settings and then done i've had enough meat yeah <laughs> don't let them get don't let them try to seduce you with their amazing salad bar all right you can get a couple of things usually what i just do is grab some asparagus for when it's meat time see now what i did with the amazing salad bar was i sampled everything because i had never been to this type uh, of restaurant yeah, don't, before. Let, don't let them get you with that but yeah that's how they fill you up before the meats yeah but i did one plate one plate and what my thought uh, my thought was basically smart yeah my my thought was basically this okay i'm not going to get anything that's going to be super filling here what i need is roughage before i yeah. lay my colon with all of the meat that they're about to serve me see i just now I, i'm smart i just get because i like asparagus i like a green with my uh meats uh, so I was like, okay, well, what I'll do is I'll just go ahead and get some asparagus cause I like some greens. And then I just got front loaded on meats. Well, it was uh, glorious and tasty, and uh, this is the restaurant model that makes me feel like I can live like a king. It's amazing. People just randomly come to your table with a skewer of meat and then offer you slicings off of said meat, like top sirloin yes. and tips and chicken and pork and just all these amazing things. And it just if you have that green thing up, they just keep bringing you meat. Like, yeah. it's relentless. They're just <laughs> like, here you go, man. More, more. And I'm just like, oh. Yeah, it's they... so delicious. Now it's great. Now oh, I just want steak. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Thank God the wife's gonna make some cheesesteaks later. So <laughs> I'm happy. But yeah. God but damn. This was this was an experience that had made me feel a level of happy that I have not experienced in a really long time. And I think that I am an unabashed monster of a carnivore, my dude. Because yeah, we are, dude. Yeah, my... <laughs> uh, we are. We both are. I, I know that for a fact. My wife commented to me. She's like, I've never seen you look this happy. You look so happy, like multiple times. I'm like, they keep offering me meat. I'm living like a king. <laughs> the only time I've seen you that happy is when I cooked you a beef ribs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, oh, man. And like I said, I do. I have the meat sweats. You know how you get the random flash of, of heat when your body's trying to digest yet another chunk of meat that's still sticking around in your uh, stomach? Yeah. 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 And it's like, hey. What's going on? <laughs> Are you still hungry, fatty? I'm like, no. <laughs> so, like, today is definitely going to be a get a lot of fiber into myself, drink a yeah. lot of fucking water, and try and uh, deal with this. My 
my age is starting to make me worry about eating like like I used to meat wise anyway. Yeah, same here. I, yeah. I I think whenever you start getting older, that's like the first thing that's going to start happening. Yeah, you need to be concerned about that. Um, I this is not the worst meat sweats I've ever had, but it's certainly the longest lasting, which is bizarre for me. Like it, yeah. it's, it's coming in waves and stuff. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> but you know i just i had such a wonderful experience at that restaurant um yeah. I, I even made sure i tipped double oh <laughs> nice I yeah i was like i asked the guy i was like do you guys all like pull tips or, or how does that work he's like yes yes yeah. we do i'm like okay i'm gonna make sure everybody that was so wonderful at this restaurant gave the, me <laughs> the best yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that i that, that everybody gets a little taste of this because i was so happy with that oh yeah the food <laughs> is just awesome yeah yeah it was amazing yeah yeah, and I don't All right, go. Well, let's I, let's I, move on from food because now you're killing me. Yeah, well, as opposed to properly cooked meat, this week we're going to be talking about a lot of burnt fucking ah. meat. <laughs> the film this week is a pretty notorious uh, flick. You would know it as "Don't Go Into the House," or some might know it as "The Burning," but it's not the burning that you're thinking of. That was the uh, burnt guy running around killing kids in a summer camp. It was literally the burning, as in the burning that this person is doing. That is our main bad guy. Yeah, and it was one of the video nasties, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, the trimmed down version of this that doesn't give you as much uh, like of the psychopathy behind the scenes. I can see where maybe they would feel that as even more mean-spirited. But uh, the version that we watched is called the Integral Cut, and I went specifically for this one because there was additional stuff that was added in for, I think, for editing purposes or, like, censorship purposes for, like, not necessarily TV, but just to get the movie to a decent running time and remove some of the most offensive uh, portions or to trim it back or to cut it back. So some of those character moments got added back into the film with the gore left in, and that makes it a longer running time. Well, about an hour and, what, 30 six minutes or 37 right yeah i think so something yeah, around about hour 32 minutes yeah, yeah. But what this ends up doing is I think it softens the edges a little bit because I remember this feeling way nastier of a watch the first time that I saw it. And I've just seen like on VHS somewhere, like the highly edited, but all the gore parts, you know, yeah. but like doesn't have the character study stuff. And I do remember that feeling a lot more um, sadistic and just kind of wrong feeling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but like, I'm not saying that that's such a horrible thing, because if that's what you intend to make out of your art in your film, then fine. You know, you want to make people feel uncomfortable. I often paid money for for a horror movie to make me feel that uncomfortable. <laughs> you know? Why and, doesn't everyone make me feel uncomfortable? Right. Like, I'm fine with that. I don't have an issue with you doing that with, with your movie and everything. But this one yeah. this one affected me differently. This one, uh, this this version of it uh, definitely kind of gripped me a little bit more and it made me feel more sad for the fucking guy than I really ever wanted to. And yeah, I just, right. I wanted to, I wanted to frame that because we're going to be talking about probably a vastly different movie than most people have seen of this, you know, because yeah. of this, this integral cut. Um, and I actually prefer it. So I'm actually really happy that that's what we're doing on the show. I had never seen it before doing uh, this version of it before doing it. And I've seen a long time ago, like portions of the film and, and whatnot. And everybody's seen the most offensive material that's talked about in all the video nasties documentaries that we've seen and or done. So yeah. there we go. Enough beating around the bush about talking about don't go into the house. Let's actually like tell everybody why they should have not gone into the house. Yeah, everyone needs to know not to go into this goddamn house. <laughs> we're going to take the little break here. We're going to play the legion patreon ad and this week it's all going to be about burning in some way shape or form and the songs are going to make you feel real guilty when you know the content of the movie when you hear them so up yeah. first is burn she devil burn with the cramps right after this this will keep you quiet oh hi there i didn't see you you call me cutting a new show 
I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. What's that like to live deliciously? Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing, all the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash legionpodcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for five dollars, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash legion podcasts. We appreciate it, and thank you for listening. Now, back to the cutting room. Fucking shit, dude. I am channeling the court psyops at the start of this show that was really, really like edge lordy trying to make songs that made you feel awful about right? the movie we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I instantly regret picking that song, but I love the cramp so much, and anytime a cramp song fits, you know I'm gonna do it, right? Of course, you're always gonna put that in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about the actual movie so people can know the content if they haven't watched it yet and they're just gonna listen to the show. Let's just fucking go for it. Let's all right. Don't go in the house first 20 start out we're in a warehouse uh workers and some guy uh, uh we see our main well probably our main character he throws a throws a, like a little can into this fire and this other guy starts stoking the fire and then of course the can explodes this guy catches on fire uh it's important just- to note that it's a spray paint can and the film takes its time to show you the warnings about the flammability and how that's dangerous yeah. And it's almost like the guy that we're assuming right off the bat is our main the, our main character here did this on purpose because he knew this was going to happen. Like, you're just not quite sure because it seems like he's sticking around to see what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, anyways, the guy runs around on fire. Our dude just stands there and stares at him while everyone else puts the guy out. And one of the other guys confronts him and we find out our main character's name is Donnie. He kind of yells at him and uh, I would have made all those clips but unfortunately there are some words in there that uh, well we just don't want to put on the show so. Not that I would have a problem editing them out for you if you just didn't have the time to do that but I totally agree with you. It also doesn't really add much to the story because they just want to know why are you not helping him? Yeah and the the guy does respond to him in kind of a creepy way of putting out a fire and the flame and all that. That, He said the flame was covered 
covering him and like yeah yeah it was you covered him uh, you know all the flame and i was like oh i maybe could put that in there but i'm like "Eh, it's not important enough to have to they never revisit that as a story element other than other than that fire is purification for the wicked and that's it he does it maybe once with the priest later on he talks about it but really yeah they don't go into it enough so that's uh, kind of messed up, but hey, what are you going to do? Well, yeah, it's just, I, I think, um, just relatively inexperienced filmmakers not continuing the psychology quite the way that they thought they were. Yeah. It's kind of the only way that I can look at it. And I'm not saying that is such a bad thing. It's just kind of like, hey, this is something that you missed. There's a million things that you're going to miss as a filmmaker. It just fucking happens. And this was one of them was this dialogue and this talk about the flames covering him and how they're not really being burnt or dying or whatever. But you get that so much by his actions later on that it doesn't even matter yeah so then he leaves and uh, one of his other co-workers kind of gives him more of a pep talk like hey you know you're all right guy don't worry about it and he kind of buys into that he goes yeah he's the problem and you know he's the the horrible person so then uh during the drive home he keeps hearing his mom's voice like how he's just a, a loser and all this kind of stuff and so you can obviously tell homie has mom issues uh, well, he gets home and he finds to make. And he's like, "I'll make your tea, mom." And has a flashback of his abuse of his mother using the stove to abuse him. Then he finds out his mom is dead, and this leads to somewhat of a paperclips moment in our first clip. It's not true. It's not. She's gonna wake up. She's just asleep. Fast asleep. She's gonna wake up soon. No, come on! Wake up! Now stop it! I made your tea! Drink your tea! She's evil. Evil. Not hungry. You're 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 not you will? You can do anything you want to do. I am free. Can I play my music loud? <laughs> yeah, that wasn't fucking creepy at all. Not at all, but I mean, at least he gets to play his music loud, which he does. Um, then he puts a smoke out on a statue, like a mother holding a child statue. And here's his mother laughing, so then he gets increasingly paranoid that uh she's not dead so he goes running upstairs and he checks nope still dead he hears voices telling him to cleanse her with fire and that he's the master of fire now uh and uh so then he starts building a special little room that doesn't look like it's going to be at all fucking protective to anybody you know not him not it doesn't look like you want to be in this room yeah, he's covering everything with thick stainless steel plating. It's obvious yeah. what it is that he's doing now that he's been told that he's the master of fire. He is uh, building a burn room, and it's horrifying because his yeah. skills from working at that incinerator plant basically tell him how to do this safely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is bad. So while he's doing this, he again remembers his mother's abuse of him, and a co-worker calls him, and that's our next clip. Hello? Yeah, hey, Donnie. How you doing, man? It's Bobby. Okay. You all right? Why shouldn't I be all right? Well, you know, I thought you might still be a little upset about Ben. Ben? Yeah. Ben at work? 
You know, the fire and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I I'm all right. Good. Hey, listen, man, I thought you might want to meet me for a cup of coffee before work. Why? What do you mean, why? God, man, I thought you might want to talk or something. Oh. That's nice of you, but, uh, I'm not going in today. I have, a uh, couple of things I have to take care of. Will you tell him I won't be in? Yeah, sure, I'll tell him. Um, okay, well, look, uh, I'll see you tomorrow then, huh? Goodbye. Jesus. Okay, I, I just have to Can comment you on this. Any more creepy? Yeah, he is so obviously not communicating with people on a level that uh, he, he should be. Like he's not yeah. there. They're, reality and him are not uh, cohesive and together at all. No. It, it's very obvious. Uh, I wanted to actually state that this is very clearly heavily influenced by Psycho, but what yes. it ends up doing is flushing out more of what it would be like to be inside of uh, Anthony Perkins' character's head <laughs> of Norman Bates, you know, yeah, right. like, with what they're doing with this guy. Uh, it's a little ham-fisted and they're going a little over the top with it but like I like the attempt that they're making here and it's got me intrigued thus far yeah I agree I think this is going to be uh, this is already kind of setting up to be uh, uh, a really good homage to that kind of character so uh, yeah <laughs> I, I can't wait to see what else kind of comes of uh, our mama's issues boy here but uh, yeah he's got problems I mean his mother did burn him over a stove every time he even slightly disappointed her so yeah you're gonna have some issues after that yeah I I don't disagree uh, I uh, yeah so <laughs> you're gonna obviously have problems and every, you know uh, but uh, I don't know if being who he's kind of become is going to be the most helpful thing for him you know well, well yeah we'll get into that move on we'll get all right fine Jesus all right uh, so anyway, he goes to a flower shop and almost closed. He needs flowers for his mom. This woman helps pick them up uh, or picks out some flowers for him. And that is, by the way, the end of the first 20 minutes. Okay. Uh, we kind of have talked about it, but the abuse in the way that is being portrayed in the film is very powerful, very yeah. believable. And you only get glimpses of it to where your mind basically pushes a bit more of what's happening. Like, you, when you're thinking about it, when you're thinking about what may be happening for the abuse whenever it cuts away or how much worse it got, or you're yeah. like, okay, well, he was burned that much. How is our, how are his arms functional? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but oh yeah, no, you, you got so much like where you're trying to think about like, and he still lived with her. He still took care of her even in her elderly years, you know? So like the psychopathy is very deep there and we yeah. don't, we weren't talking about it because, and we didn't really kind of get into it as much because it is actually really uncomfortable and it's very effective and it is the thing that almost gives you sympathy for this character and i got shades of uh william lustig's maniac with joe spinell where yes. like, he would start crying and things like that with what this character is portraying so it has yeah. this weird feeling of being like taking a crack at norman bates through a lens of joe spinell's maniac you know yes what I mean? yes maniac is definitely one that uh this kind of reminds me of more than uh i get more than psycho in a sense yeah, well, the mommy issues were definitely there in Maniac, but the main yeah. difference and the reason why I'm saying there's a little bit of a psycho influence is because he keeps his mother and she's, while she dies on her own, she's technically his first, like, fire purification thing Yeah, that he does, so there's that. There is, yeah, so, but yeah, holy shit, all right. Yeah, I didn't even think about Maniac, but now that you say it, yeah, that, 
makes complete and total sense. It came to my stone brain mid babble and I shifted gears to talk about it. Well then fucking a thank God for the stone brain. At least All mine. Right. It seems to work better this way. Yeah. Right. Uh, do you have anything you need to add? No, no, that was it. I'm done. All right, cool. For, for this 20 minutes, anyway. Yeah. For the next 20 minutes, uh, well, the flower lady, she's getting ready to leave her store, and we see Donnie is kind of watching her, and so that's, you know, creepy. Um, yeah, it's obvious that this is his first intended victim. Yes. Uh, anyway, she misses her bus, and then some guys are, like, kind of being creeps with her, and then Donnie pulls up and says, hey, can I give you a ride? And she says, sure, because, I mean, there's three guys being... Complete and utter creeps. Why the hell would you want to get the hell, you know, get gone from uh, that situation? Yep. Uh, so anyway, they're driving in the car, and that is our next clip. I appreciate your help. My pleasure. I ought to thank you for, for letting me get these flowers. If it wasn't for me, uh, you would have made your bus. You know, you should get these in water as soon as you get home. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll do that. Are you in a big rush? Well, yeah, I want to get home. Well, would you mind if I drop these off at my house first? It'll only take a minute. It's not far from River Road. All right. My, my mother's already fixing dinner, and I'm, I'm really late. So, so I'll just drop them off, and I'll tell her I'll be right back. No, no, it's all right. Hey, I, I forgot the package. Could you hand me that? Thanks. Hey, why don't you come on in and say hello to Mother? No, no. Oh, oh, she'll get a kick out of it, and then we could go. No, really, oh, oh, I've come got on. to get home. She never sees anybody. Really, I just... Oh, come I on. Wanna... Please. Okay. Careful now. Mother, I'm home! Make yourself at home. I'll be right back. Okay. Hey, I don't even know your name. Kathy. Kathy Jordan. I'm Donnie Cola. Donald, you know? It's nice to meet you. Well, let me go get mother. All right, everyone, pro tip. If some guy you've never met before wants you to meet his mom, just say no. Just say no. It, this quickly, anyway. Yeah. 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 They do a really good job of showing how he seems so innocuous and safe and not someone you need to well, worry his about. Little, the little stutter he puts on. Yeah, and just the way that he um, pretends to be like all coy and shy and also awkward at the same time, which he is actually awkward, but the way that he ends up using it more as a weapon of yeah. disarmament with the women because they they immediately feel sorry for him. He mm -hmm. very clearly knew that she was going to miss her bus if he kept her there just that much later. He purposely wasted her time just enough to make yeah. sure that she would miss her bus when she was closing up the shop because he knew this is what was going to be the result. Those guys being creepos just helped sell it that much faster yeah just that was just the way for him to get in yeah yeah okay i'm done i don't tell anything all right cool either. yeah but uh yeah so but again some guy you've never met before says i really want you to meet my mom just say no you'll live you'll live another day just say no you should right. probably probably make sure that you're dating the person for a while before they want you to meet their parents yeah yeah that's uh that's true as well uh good 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 thinking on that uh, so anyway, she looks around the house and she starts getting kind of freaked out by everything. And he says that his mom's sick and pretends to call the doctor. Well, then she gets really annoyed and says she wants to call a cab. And he finally says, okay, fine, do whatever you want. So she goes to call the cab and he knocks her out. 
She wakes up in that room he's been building, uh, chained up. She's naked. Then he walks in in full fire gear and uh, uses a flame floor and burns her alive until she's dead. He walks in there, dumps gasoline on her body while she's begging for her life and to be let go. Yeah. And then grabs the flamethrower and lights her up. And the film does not shy away from any of this. And they actually find a way with pretty decent effects for the era to make it look like you're actually watching this woman burn alive. Yeah. It's, It's pretty fucking grotesque, actually. It's pretty bad. Um, it's not, uh, it's, it's not fun. It's, it does it's not a fun thing to watch. Off. Yeah. No. And I can totally see why this would be something that would anger someone enough to think that the whole movie should be banned. But in the context of the rest of the film, which this is it, this is literally the only real burning you see. Yeah, it really is. And then everything else is kind of implied. Right. I can see where the technique that they were using in the Video Nasties era to ban something was to just show you this scene out of context. You know, I can see why they would do that to be able to convict this film. Uh, It's definitely dirty fucking pull because you need to see it in the context of the whole of the film, you know, but zoning in on one thing that you feel might have gone too far, you're actually trying to legislate taste. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. And you can't legislate taste if it's, well, you know, it's all fake. It's well within the parameters of a horror movie so yeah anyway i just had to soapbox that for a moment and that's why i was just gonna just not do it because i've said that shit before you know yeah if we're not breaking new ground here for me we're not yeah we're not uh you're you're not saying anything you haven't already said before so uh but i still have to keep saying it because censorship is still a thing that keeps fucking happening yeah it, it does man uh more and more they don't want you really be able to say or you know even think certain things so if they find it it fences it offends their their senses their christian senses i was talking more about all the crazy book bannings and the drag shows and shit but yeah same thing i mean hey same thing that offends their christian senses apparently so uh let's see here enough soapboxing on that (laughs) yeah i'm getting uh, vertigo real bad yeah uh, then after she's burned alive, uh, or burned to death, uh, he gets out some of his mom's clothes. The next night, he goes to a store and tries to get this woman to let him drive her home, and she freaks out and runs away. He looks at the guy who works there, he goes, I must have scared her off. I'll go apologize to her, runs after her. Then we cut to him, uh, and he wants to introduce the ladies to his burnt mom, so he must have caught up to that lady and burnt her because... There's another body there. Then his buddy calls him again, and that is our next clip. Hello? Hey, Johnny. Bobby. Oh. Hi, Bobby. Hi. Hey, listen, man. I got a message from Vito for you. Now, he says that if you don't show up to work on Monday, you're out of a job. Hey, Donnie, did you hear what I said? Okay, listen, man, all I'm trying to do is help you out, you know, and all you're giving me is nothing, so have a nice life, huh? Wait a minute. Listen to me, Bobby. Hey, I'm in a lot of trouble. I'm I'm scared. What kind of trouble? What's the matter? It's my mother. She's sick. You know, and... I'm real worried, Bobby. Listen, you want me to come over? We could talk about it. No, no, you can't come over right now. Father Garrity's gonna come over. Cause my mother's sick and and she hasn't been able to get to church. Now wait a minute, Garrity. Now what's that old witch doctor gonna do for her? Well, he he knows what's what to do. He knows. 
Okay, okay. But now listen, give me a call if you need anything, okay? And hey, Donnie, I really hope that you get to work on Monday, man. Listen, Bobby. Thanks for calling me. I think you're the only friend I have out there. All right. I'll see you, man. Trash! 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 Just like your father. No! Oh, yes. He got away, but you won't. You'll pay. You'll suffer. No. You'll have to suffer now. She's she can't hurt you now. We'll help you punish her. We'll help you. That's right. I have my friends with me. If she doesn't stop it, I'll punish her again. You hear that, old lady? I'll punish you again! Did you hear me? Did you hear what I said? Don't you ever talk to me like that! That's better. Don't make me do anything bad, mother. <laughs> Nobody was here. I spent my whole life in this house. With her. I was five when my father left me. She hated him. So she hated me. He was too big to push around. He was a big man. Much bigger than me. But he took a lot of abuse from her. See this? He needed it, you know? Used to hide it. I have it now. And I still hide it. Out of respect for him. What do you know? She used to say I was the reason things weren't working out. When my father was here, he used to protect me. When he left, I had no one. She made every day of my life a nightmare. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night. She'd be standing over me, screaming, screaming like a mad woman. You understand? Hey, you're not listening to me. You're not paying attention to a word I'm saying. You're all bitches, selfish and vain. Except you, the new one, you're different. 
Try to be nice. Try to listen to me. <laughs> Don't you dare laugh at me. I won't stand for impudence from any of you. That's the trouble. I've taken too much crap in my life. That's all changed now. No more of that for Donnie Cola. Vito, that bum down at work, tried to push me around, but I stood up to him. I beat the hell out of him. <laughs> Should have seen him. Whimpering when I was finished with him. And all the guys came up to me and congratulated me. And thanked me for putting him in his place. None of them could do it, but I did. You won't try to do it to me again. I'll push his face in. Ah, uh, what am I talking to you for? If any of you take even a sip, I'll know it. Understand? I'll know it. And besides, I like to see girls drink. So don't get smart with me. If you promise to be good, I'll leave the lights on. And remember, no more laughing. Well, that's the end of that clip. Jesus, is yeah. everybody still awake? Oh, and also, there was a scene where he kisses the one burnt-up lady that he said was yeah. nice. So, yeah. according there, to Matt... The necrophilia oh. could be overlooked. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, just to add a few things into this here, uh, because this is the end of this 20 minutes as well, and just to give you an idea... While he was on the phone with his buddy, he saw his burnt-up corpse mom reaching out to him, like, walking around, and that freaked him out. Uh, As it should. Yeah. And then at the very end of that clip, he sees, like, a shadow when he's talking to all the burnt-up ladies walking around uh, in his house. So, obviously, uh, Homie is lost to a point where he even is lying about standing up to a guy to a bunch of corpses. Yeah, because he thinks he's impressing them or something or showing yeah. what a big man he actually is. Because uh-huh. he, he clearly feels very inadequate and uh, castrated around any women, even if they're a burnt corpse. Yeah. Except for, I'm thinking like it's his newest victim always likes him, and then they all join together and make fun of him, so he always has to go out and get more. I think so, too. I, I, I completely agree with that. Yeah, it's... It, they, like I said, they're, it's a little ham-handed the way they're doing it, but they actually have a lot of sign of kind of psychopathy and pathos to this character really fleshed out and some of it they put on screen and they make it way too obvious and then other things like where his newest victim here that we're seeing burn is like super nice to him and then all the other ones are making fun of him you know they don't really go back to do this one again but it's enough to where you can kind of put a hook in there and think well maybe that's just how it is and maybe that's one of the things that keeps driving him because he's clearly been belittled and told that he's less than and abused and mistreated by a woman for his entire life 
And so he probably doesn't know anything different of women than that because his mother clearly ruled his life with an iron fist. So a lot of this makes sense and they did a really good job with with putting that together, but they just kind of scattershot it and they really widen like the multiple amounts of disorders that this guy had. And they're even hinting at not just like a schizophrenia, but maybe even a multiple personality disorder because he kind of changes his, like the way that he talks is different. Like he's like, yeah, almost like he's emulating his father while talking about his father. Very, well, he's emulating. Emulating what he's emulating what he thinks a strong man is. Yeah, yeah, but like that's a completely different version of himself. Yeah, you know? like because he's got like a weak, callow, scared little boy type figure that he shows to women as well, mostly to try and lure them in. It's just interesting. He's his personality is very fluid and different. Yeah, and they don't go deep into that, but with everything else that they're hinting at and and that they show, like you kind of get the idea that not only is he schizophrenic, but he also seems to have multiple personality disorders, and it all results from obviously his mother burning him anytime he even mildly disappointed her. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And yikes. But yeah, I mean, he is, and he can talk badass to dead women, but when it comes to anyone else, he's very meek. He doesn't quite know how to really do much of anything uh, in his life. You know, I don't think he works well. He doesn't do really anything else of use to the world because his mother stifled him so much. But yes, now that he has dead women corpses all over the place, he can act like a tough guy. And even lie to them that he's a tough guy. Yeah, yeah. It's the more we see of his life, the more sad and tragic it gets to be revealed that it is. The worse you feel for him, and the film's really trying to not necessarily make you forget about how much of a monster he is because he's burning women pretty much alive in an effort to purify them so that he can have them and be friends with them. Yeah. Or just not feel so alone. It's weird how they try to do it. It truly is. It really is. Yeah. He wants these he wants these friendships with women. And he wants to live a normal life. And even at some point in this movie, we're going to see where he's trying to, he knows what he's doing is wrong and evil. And he's trying not to do it. Uh, so I guess, yeah, we can get to that. But yeah, that's, I've kind of said all I need to say. Yeah, I'm so. ready to move on. Yeah. But there's a lot to sink your teeth into here. I, I, and I was shocked at that watching it this time. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. All right. The next 20 minutes. So. He jams some, some tunes and he lays down. Then he has dreams of huge explosions. Then all of a sudden he's standing outside watching these huge explosions. And then uh, they all kind of, uh, all the burned corpses drag him into a hole and uh, kill him. Uh, and he wakes up and he's like, holy shit, that's uh, probably not the best way to have to listen to things. <laughs> not, not the best dream if you burnt corpses and now they're all there. <laughs> Coming yeah. for you. Yeah, it's like a manifestation of his guilt for what it is that he's doing, I think. Yeah. Yeah, like we said, he he knows right from wrong. He just uh he's just having issues with it. <laughs> well, he knows right from wrong, but for him his entire life, burning someone as a punishment and or a way to purify the evil that they've done is also okay. Yeah. So it's a really weird morality taught to him by a lifetime of neglect and abuse. Good times. Uh <laughs> yeah, it's fucking awful to think about. Like, the more deeply you think about this movie, the more it's going to affect you, for sure. Oh, yeah. Big time. So then he wakes up and he checks and the corpses are still, well, you know, corpses. So I guess uh, good for them. Uh, <laughs> Necrophilia can be overlooked. I mean, some people may think that, yeah. So then he checks his mother's room and then he sees uh, mom at the top of the stairs. She is uh, surrounded by fire. 
So that's uh, probably not good. Uh, it was like freshly corpse mom, not burnt corpse mom. Yeah, yeah. In the fire, I remember. It's way, like he's having a vision flashback of him burning his mother's corpse is what I'm getting at. Yeah. So then he visits a priest, and that is our next clip. Donnie. Donnie Kohler. I thought you told me you'd never come back here. Oh, you came to get holy water. You don't have to steal it. Doesn't it put out the flame? Flame? You have a problem? Yes. Let me help you with this. Do you believe in the devil? What kind of a question is that to ask a priest? Do you? I believe in evil, yes. As for the pitchfork-carrying kind with a tail, I believe that was an interpretation, a vision of another era. They may have needed that in another time. So you don't believe it exists? No, it doesn't exist, unless you want it to. What about the punishment of evil? If a person is born evil, shouldn't they be punished? Donnie, what's troubling you? I haven't seen you in a long time, and you seemed like a happy enough young man. What are these questions now? What kind of punishment are you referring to? To those born in sin. To women who are evil. Isn't it right? Donnie, every Christian is baptized. The ceremony joyously welcomes him into the community of Christ's world, while washing away the taint of the original sin of his forefathers. I was told by my blessed mother that we are born evil. That the evil must be burned away with the flame. Was my mother lying? Are you calling my mother a liar? Donnie, your mother wasn't lying. I knew your mother a long time. She was always very interested, very concerned with our religion. When she told you about sin being burned out, she was referring to a symbol. To a symbol of God's power. You have all the answers. All the things you read in books. All the things you tell people. Look at these symbols. I was burned just like in hell. What is this? What happened to your arms? It was the punishment for my sins. Who did this to you? Tell me. My mother. My mother. Help me. You mean your mother did this to you? But why? Because I was evil. I was born from an evil deed. She was burning it out of me to save me. If I was bad, she'd burn me. If I had evil thoughts, she would burn me. Do you understand me? mother's an old woman. When your father left, she was deeply hurt. She hated him. And she hated me. No, Donnie, no. Yes. You must forgive those who have trespassed. You must forgive your mother. 
Dunny. I want to help you. Do you believe me? Yes. Do you want my help? Yes. Then do as I tell you. Put these thoughts of evil out of your mind now. Resist them and you'll find peace. Don't you want that? Yes. Yes, I do. But there are other things. Other people. Come back to me. Come to my office. Come to confession if you like. You haven't been in a while, have you? Only come back and see. Kind of impossible not to have sympathy for him after this. And yeah, I mean, like he's literally confessing to the priest what happened to him and telling his story of abuse and everything. And I think the priest is trying to handle it as best he can, but I don't think he really uh, <laughs> does it quite quite correct. He's going to yeah, decide not, to pray with him, and that's going to make it all better. And that's well, not the I, truth. I think you can see there's a lot of anger in him, and he's scared that he's going to do exactly what he's already done. Not maybe exactly knows he's going to burn women, but you know that he might hurt, you know, hurt people. Yeah. He's very clearly a danger to himself and others at this yes. point. Yes. Uh, after that, he goes home and he blesses his mother with some of the holy water. And then he talks to the other corpses. And that is our next clip. Good job. Yeah. I just talked to mother and explained my feelings to her. There are going to be some changes here. I, I'm going to forget my past. I talked to the priest. And he says I can change if I want to. You hear me? I don't want to have to hurt you any longer. I can change. I can do it. Donnie, Donnie, you must burn more, more. No. You must burn the evil, Donnie. Purify them with the flame. You must destroy evil. Get them, get them, Donnie. Here they are. See for yourselves. There are more. There are always more. Burn the evil. Burn the evil. No. I won't. I've burned the evil. They're here in this room. You should listen to us, Donnie. You should. You'll be sorry, Donnie. You'll be sorry. Donnie. 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 Donnie, Donnie, Donnie. The voices in his head are a little over dramatically done, and the effects are a bit much, uh, and I, it does lessen the overall effect of the film. That is one of the reasons why I say when you think about it, it disturbs you more than if you just absorb it. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, and that uh, clip really demonstrates that quite well. Yeah. And after that, he blesses those three bodies. That's the end of that 20 minutes before we go into the final 30. Ah, man, the film does an excellent job of making you feel really bad for the guy while making you also hate everything that you're forced to watch him do. Yeah, yeah, you, you understand that he's a victim, but unfortunately now he's making other victims. So <laughs> once you, and I think we've always agreed, once yeah. you do that, you cease being a victim when you start making other victims. Yeah, you become the monster whenever you start burning the other people yeah. for fuck's sakes, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. But that doesn't mean that you can't feel bad about what made this person a monster. Oh, yeah. You feel bad about what they went through. It's terrible. And no one, no child should have to go through that with an abusive parent. Yeah. Yeah. And no woman should have to wake up naked, chained to a fucking ceiling, and then be burned alive either. That's also very true. 
<laughs> I mean, there may be a few candidates out there that people can These, think of that might, but I'm not going to go into that. I, no, I wouldn't go into that at all. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Let's not start listing off the people we would like to Let's, see chained naked and burned. Yeah, because that could yeah, that gets into some legal shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. My lawyers are looking at me and wagging fingers like you would not believe right now. Uh, how many is that right now? Enough to make me fucking listen. We should probably move on. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So uh, we start the next 30 minutes, and he actually calls his friend, and that is our next clip. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm just... Hey, Donnie. This is a surprise. What are you up to, man? Nothing. I'm not up to nothing. I just thought you might want to go to a movie or something. Now, wait a minute. Let me get this straight. You sure you don't want to stay home tonight? Come on. Hey, listen. If you're really serious about doing something tonight, I got something we can do, man, and it ain't no movie, you know? Guess what I got lined up for tonight? Two. Two live ones, man. And let me tell you, they are dynamite. You know what they're into? No. What? I can't go into detail right now, but take my word for it. They are dynamite. Well, I, I thought we could spend kind of a quiet night together, just talk or something like that. Are you kidding? This is perfect. Now, my wife thinks that I'm working the weekend shift, okay? I got all the calls made. My ass is covered. And I don't feel like sitting in some dumb movie holding your hand, no offense. Well, wait a minute. I, I didn't mean that. Look, meet me at the Palace Disco tonight at 8 o'clock, all right? That's it. Well, well, well what if I, I can't be okay, there? I'll see you at 8, okay? Okay, Bobby. I'll see you at 8. See you there. Bobby's a piece of shit. Yeah, Bobby's uh, setting up to his wife. But at least he's trying to be friends with this guy who he, you know, no one else would befriend. I mean, he is a giant piece of shit when it comes to being a husband, but yeah, he's so trying to dude, at least be a good friend. The dude has two girls set up for him and then offers his friend one, essentially. Like, he's basically giving yeah. up a threesome for the guy. He's still yeah. a scumbag piece of shit, but, like, he's also a solid dude for a friend. Yeah, he's <laughs> a solid friend, but he's a he's a definite piece of crap when it comes to being a husband. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. There are some times when you have that guy, you know, that yeah. we all have that friend that's that guy, like this guy right here, where yeah, he's like, yeah. he was an amazing fucking friend, but then, like, he got married and you're like, oh, you're oh, kind of man. a douche. I don't yeah, like you anymore. Or, I mean, they even just married, but I had tons of friends who I was like, God, these are great friends, but God, they make terrible boyfriends. They they are just the worst. Yeah, and then you start feeling bad about justifying being friends with them, and then you get into a really dark headspace in your older years. Yes, you really kind of do. You're like, uh, what am, what am I, what is my life? kind of about right now it's and then one of, the, one of those terrible friends ends up being a podcast co-host and i'll let the audience figure out which one of us i'm talking about oh man why would you do this to the poor audience it's <laughs> it's matt it's Gord. it's matt let's move on all right <laughs> oh god we're dicks then after this he goes clothes shopping and this was kind of a weird scene it didn't really do much for the story i felt this was a bit filler 
Yeah, these are more character moment things, but it also goes to show that like he so has no clue about how to be in society that he literally tries to copy a shirt that someone put back and think that that would be a good idea. Oh, these girls like this shirt, right? And the guy's like, actually, she thought it was pretty fucking tacky. Yeah, and the salesperson really recognized the mark that he had in front of him and that yeah. he could just lead him by the nose to buy whatever he wanted. Uh, he did sell him a fantastic suit that, uh, you know, if you're going to go to a disco, he did say the right collar and everything. Yeah, he, set him mean, up, he set him up for a disco outfit quite well. Yeah, I mean, I think the guy, you know, while looking at a mark, maybe actually helped him out. Like, you know, it was just like his pretty woman moment where he got to actually get somebody who would help him be stylish. Right. No, I mean, he did his job. He helped this gentleman find the outfit that made him feel good about himself and, you know, like what would work for him to be in a disco. He did what he was supposed to do, and that's kind of what the guy asked him to do. But I don't think he needed to sell him the whole suit ensemble, like super expensive bit. But, you know, he he basically made money off of him and hopefully for a commission for that sale. Yeah, better have. And you know what, though? The guy looked good. He Again, to go to a disco. He did his job. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. You don't go into a suit shop or, you know, a dress shop and not buy an outfit if you don't want an outfit. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, then he goes to the disco and meets this buddy and the lady's kind of like, uh, the lady friendly guy, he's like, uh, wants him to dance and he's like, oh, I don't know. I don't really dance. And so she kind of, then her brother shows up and. Because her brother calls her babe, and that's just that was strange. But okay, I, I didn't know we were in Alabama, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, I was getting some real roll tide sensations with yeah. that brother sister interaction. Exactly. Um. So then everything was kind of done, and uh, she kind of she grabs his hands because she's on the dance floor and she wants him to come dancing. He starts having fucking panic attacks, remembering his mother grabbing his hands the same way. So he grabs the candle and lights her hair on fire because, you know, it's probably like heavily uh, a lot of uh, uh, hairspray. So (laughs) her hair catches on fire. Uh, They're trying to put him out and he runs away. Um, As he's running, the, the brother catches up to him, starts beating the shit out of him. He's still able to get away and he gets in his truck and he drives away. And then we cut to the girls being like brought out and she's all kind of freaking out. And the brother tells uh, Donnie's buddy, hey, if I find this Donnie character, I'm going to kill him. And, you know, because, you know, hey, he did scar his sister. So Uh, that's something that he says while he's beating him that she's scarred for life. She's scarred for life. You burned her face. She's scarred for life and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So then after he leaves, he picks up these two drunk girls. And that's our next clip. God, you had a bad night. Come on, cut it out, Suzanne. Oh, listen, could you take us to Rudy's? What's that? It's a bar, dummy. Don't be a wise-ass, Suzanne. <laughs> Sorry. It's on 19. Sure, get in. Oh, great. Thanks. Excuse my appearance, but... I just got jumped. Really? What? He was jumped. Oh, you were? What had happened? A couple of guys came out of no place. They jumped me in a parking lot. Three of them. Really? Yeah, three guys with knives. Oh, wow. Just now? Yeah. Well, where was this? Back in town. What, they do take your money? They wanted to. But I showed them. They didn't know who they were messing with. They thought they had themselves a real pushover. Well, what'd you do? 
I beat the hell out of all three of them. <laughs> I, I was in the Marines, Green Beret. <laughs> well, I thought the Green Beret was the Army. <laughs> This was just like the Green Beret. It was a special division. <laughs> oh, hey, Patty, you think Jeff, Jeff is going to be there? Listen, if oh. Jeff is going to be there, I don't want to go. Are you going to start with that again? Who's Jeff? Oh, is this oh. real ass? Don't worry. Oh. I'm sure that Janice and Billy and all the rest of them are going to be there. We'll just sit with them. Ignore him. I can't just ignore oh. him. He follows me around. He's such a drag. Drag. Well, you picked a hell of a time to start this. We're almost there now, and all of a sudden, you decide you don't want to go. Well, I just realized I don't want to be half sold all night long. Wait a minute. What hold, are we going to do? It. I don't know. Hold it. Take it easy. Why don't we go to go to my house? You can call uh, anybody you want to see, and uh, we can have a party right there. Yeah? Nobody will mind? No. no. <laughs> we can invite anybody we want? Yeah. It's my house. Well, do you have any beer? Because we're going to need some beer. Well, we could stop and get beer. Great. Far out. <laughs> These ladies are clearly from Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. They used to need some spotted cow. They're going to be fine. Uh, uh, and I will also say this again, and I know it's a different time, but ladies, uh, if you're out and you've had too much to drink, uh, don't get into a stranger's car. Uh, it's, it's never, I don't think that can ever end well. I just don't. Yeah. Don't hitch to the next bar with some weirdo in a truck. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't. Uh, it, it seems weird. Uh, and then when he says, Hey, instead of going to some other bar, let's just party in my house. Uh, say no to that as well. Uh, I'm just trying to help you out. Look out for everyone, you know? Yep. So I get back to his place and the girls start like kind of looking around. They're like, Oh, this is fun, I guess. Uh, and, uh, the uh, one girl, she's looking at that one statue and goes, hey, I, I got something else you may like uh, to see. It's uh, really cool looking. And she's like, oh, okay. And he's like, yeah, come on. It's it's going to be fun. And uh, and we're all like, I, I don't think it's going to be that fun for her. Then we cut to the other one who's kind of looking for Don't let him divide you guys like this. Yeah. Jesus. But they did. Uh, and then uh, the other girl... Uh, she was kind of walking around and she's looking for a friend and she finds the room of corpses and he grabs her and, uh, takes her away as well. Um, then, uh, the priest or the guy, his buddy, he goes, grabs a priest and, uh, he grabs the priest and he goes, Hey, I need your help and tells him about Donnie and everything that's happened. So, uh, then Donnie tucks the other corpses, and that is our last clip. You're going to be having some company, and I want you to be nice to them. I don't want to see any of that girlish jealousy. Now, you all know there are certain things I will not stand for. And one of them is lying! I tried being nice, but every one of you took advantage! Now... You're going to have to pay the price. All right. Well, the friend of the priest get there. He hears them. Uh, they go through the house. They find the girls in the room. They are unharmed. So they, you know, take him. As they're heading out of the house, the priest sees, goes up the stairs and sees Donnie there in his getup. Donnie lights the priest on fire. The priest runs out. We're assuming the priest probably died of said fire. 
so uh, yeah, anyway. he's got a lifetime of recuperation and infection fighting ahead of him if yeah. he doesn't die. Exactly. Uh, then Donnie goes into the room, sees the corpses are starting to come after him, so he lights them. You know, he's lighting the place on fire. In fact, you could tell he's probably completely burning the house down. Uh, oh, he Donnie, very clearly is. Yeah. yeah. Then as the door opens, his mother's corpse is there. It comes after him. And then we cut to uh, a young boy is getting yelled at by his mom. And then he starts hearing the voices in his head. Roll credits. It's important to note the young boy that's being yelled at by his mom changed the channel from a news story that actually was talking about the burning and how they found all these bodies in the house of what happened with the house burnt oh, down. No shit, yeah. I didn't even know that. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I put the subtitles on because I wanted to hear a little bit more of what was going on, and that's why I'm mentioning it now. Um, it was it was pretty subtle and hard to tell otherwise. So yeah. he changed the channel from that to like cartoons, and then like she yells at him from changing the channel for the news, of essentially course. first, and then comes in, beats the ever-loving hell out of him, and then he starts hearing the voices. Ugh, that's bad. Poor boy. Yeah. Yeah, and, that, now, and now there's another one. <laughs> yeah. that The way that this movie basically set it up where it's like, hey, it's this is where it all starts. This is how it happens. This is a never-ending cycle. And it's very clearly that the abusive parents were abused as children. And at some point, somebody takes it too far or minds snap like what happened with our main character in this film. And yeah, it's really grim. It's really dark. It really just drives the point home with that last little segment of like yet another kid that's starting to hear the voices are escaping reality because of an abusive child ring. Yeah, it's uh it's bad. It's it's not a fun movie. <laughs> yeah, no, it's excellent actually. It's quite well done and I'm shocked at how well done it actually is because there's a lot of moments that I were kind of cringeworthy and how cornball they went with some of the hearing the voices and things, but it has a cumulative effect on you where you just feel terrible by the end of it. It definitely achieves its goal and it went overboard in making sure that it does. Yeah, right. Oh yeah, big time. Jesus. Yeah, yeah it does it rather well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I agree. I I, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Maybe we can find something in the news cycle that might make people laugh, or at Probably least some articles are uh, posted in our group. You know, there's yeah. got to be something funny there somewhere. We'll find Probably. it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right, we're gonna play a little bit of Motorhead Burner uh, next, and when we come back, we'll hopefully find something to cheer us up.
fucking shit. That's Motorhead's Burner, which is a song that you can apparently only buy in Germany because it was only ever released there. I'm not sure exactly how that works, but uh, it was talked about at the intro of the song that nobody's going to hear anyway because I'm going to cut that part out. Only Matt got to hear it. Yeah, and I, I didn't really even get to hear the music because the whole audio for me went bonkers. Oh, great. That's just internet problems for you, my man. Yeah. <laughs> I got fiber over here, so I don't think it's me. It's definitely you. <laughs> when you asked your mom what her ping was last night. Whatever, just give everyone some psyop news. All right, let's see here. This one, uh, cool. This is uh, this is our man Robert from the, in the field. Our main man, Robert. Main man he must Robert. have an incredibly long penis. In stereo. A bit of a local story. Oh, wow. Thief stuffed Burger King's bathroom pipes and pants, Lincoln police say. Lincoln, Nebraska. A <laughs> toilet... A, okay, a toilet paper thief escalated and stole the pipes behind the toilet, Lincoln police say. Police are still looking for the woman uh, who stole the pipes on December 12th at a Burger King near 60th Street and Havelock Avenue. Pulling it just to pull it. That's some crackhead level behavior right there. Stealing pipes out of an yeah, existing restaurant. Exactly. Uh, security video shows the woman going into the bathroom and leaving with a strange bulge in her pants, according to police. After she left the pipes. That's what the, she said. Yeah. After she uh, after she left the pipes between the toilet and the wall were missing. Police say the, woman, the police say the woman has also been suspected of stealing toilet paper from the restaurant on previous occasions. Oh, is that me getting a metal rod shoved up my rectum? And in another case, officers are looking for the owners of a red pickup involved in the theft from a bar near 33rd and Superior Streets. On December 27th, the truck was seen driving off with wall panels of a walk-in cooler. Jay, people just stealing bits and pieces. Then on (laughs) January 17th, two, two people driving a different truck showed up at the bar and stole the replacement cooler, which was being assembled outside. Wow, that is ballsy. Police oh, estimate the loss at around forty-five thousand dollars. Anyone with information in either case are asked to call the Lincoln police. Yeah. yeah, that is fucked up, man. <laughs> that is some shit, man. It sounds like they're building their own bar and just stealing the pieces for it. <laughs> that is some like nineteen seventies level save the rec center horse shit right there. R- right, stealing no your construction kidding. materials you need to make your restaurant. Yeah, we need to. We got to be able to steal that. It's a heist. It's the bar heist is what we're going to call it. <laughs> oh, man, that's just fucking weird. Let's just pull the chain on the show and get out of here, right? Word up. <laughs> All right. With that, I'm going to play the Ending Legion promo. And after that, we're going to have King Diamond back on the show with Burn. If you enjoyed this show, then make sure you check out the other great shows on the Legion Podcast Network, like Cinema PsyOps, Cinema Beef, Devour the Podcast, Duncan and Bo Come Correct, Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, Friday the 13th, Get Slayed, The Hell Ming Power Hour, Hello, This is the Doom Show, Hero Hero Ghost Show, Kill the Cast, Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space, Jerry Hates Action, Legion After Dark, Mental Health, Obsessive Cinema, Discourse, Pick 6 Movies, The Podcast by the Cemetery, The Podcast on Haunted Hill, The Psycho Semantic Podcast, Rick Radio, House of Wax, Dude Looks Like the 80s, 
Rabbit and Red Radio, The Shadecast, Short Bus Cinema, Two Drink Minimum Commentaries, The VD Clinic, Who Will Survive Horror Podcast, and Which Versus the Doomsday Clock. With such a widespread of shows, there is guaranteed to be a niche for you to fall in love with. Horror, politics, movies, books, sex, music, commentaries, health, video games, kaiju, action, news, comedy, and opinions that would most likely get you killed in some parts of the world. We are proud to bring you some of the best podcasting in the world. Check us out at www.legionpodcast.com, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and any other dark corner of the internet where podcasts can be found. Diamond and anybody that knows and has heard the previous pirate radio instances, I always let King Diamond go way longer than I probably should. I mean, what's wrong with that? <laughs> if you want to hear all the previous times that I've actually played King Diamond on the show on the previous 390th instances that may have occurred at, uh, legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyops dash podcast. That's our main landing and or launching page right there. Yeah. Although I've been told you can Good just stuff. Google Cinema Psyops and find us that way, too, if you really want to. guess you can do that if you just want to be a cheater. Yeah, and also, how am I supposed to demonstrate my amazing breath control if I don't say the entire URL in one breath? Exactly. I don't know what they're thinking. I think they're just thinking of themselves and not of us. I think they're just tired of hearing me show off. If you'd like to actually read me showing it's off, you showing can check out the Legion Discord just chat. just that good at it. Oh, damn. It's spoken like a true sports fan. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Yeah. One of the places that I also brag about myself are at Legion Discord chat. And then let's just go through the meme releasing and how that works for you for those of you that want to see what's going on. So first, I drop them all on the Instagram feed of Cinema underscore Psyops, which is aptly named for the podcast. Then I share them to the Facebook page named Cinema Psyops, aptly for the name of the podcast. And then the Facebook group and my main page it gets shared to not necessarily in that order as well about uh, 11 other freaking groups i think so that it totals 13 places that i'm sharing it because i'm a weirdo that's how the memes get released yeah that's it's not being a weirdo it's we're doing all the memes <laughs> i just meant that i had to do exactly 13 places that i share it and that's that's, that's true it. that's all the yeah that, that is weird you're kind of a weird dude <laughs> <laughs> well while you're out there thinking that i'm a weird dude you're absolutely right but kick the fuck out of this week and make it your pitch <laughs>
can hear you. Now, I think there is a way for me to enable you to be able to record on your side using Zoom. I want to try that this week. And if that doesn't work, then we'll just go back to the tried and true. We record on both sides, no problem. Um, uh, okay. Last week's didn't sound awful, the, the mm-hmm. episode, but, you know, just in case. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me see. I think I have it on my internets. And yes, that is how I say it for fun. The intranets. You can hear that, right? Yes. All right, awesome. Those fat internet pipes. Where the fuck did it go? Well, you ask your mom what her ping was last night. Nooch. (laughs) Probably my dad because they're grossly in love. Gross. Yeah. That's not what I was looking for. Hang on a second. Oh, you already enabled local recording, right? Yeah, it should have been. Yeah. Okay. In your Zoom meeting, click participants. In the participants menu, navigate to the participant who you want to grant recording privileges to and click more next to their name. All right. Let's give that a shot. All right. Allow to record local files. You should be receiving a notification about recording privileges. When a participant is recording, the participant menu will display a recording icon next to the participant's name. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Give it a try. See if you can record on your side. Right, let's see here. Record. Recording in progress. Yeah, it sounds like it. There we go. It's going. All right, I'm going to see if I can record as well now that uh, you're recording. So we now have three recordings for this to try and get it right. Woohoo! What I'm hoping is that Skype will record your voice locally and we won't get any of the stutter stops that the internet gives us. Yeah. Um, and then I'm just going to use my voice locally from the Tascam recorder still because I think I, that sounds the best, um, you know, for me anyway, just because that's yeah. what I have it calibrated for. And uh, this should hopefully even sound better than you recording directly to your audacity. Uh, your audacity. Well, it's on your machine, so it's yours. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's start this fucking show. Jesus. We both have things that we want to do. Like me, I want to get high right now. So here's the start yeah, of the show. Let's get going then. Uh, yeah, no, exactly. And I'll shut the then, fuck up and save this shit for the 20 minutes. I apologize. No, you're fine. Uh, one of his other coworkers kind of gives him more of a pep talk. Like, hey, you know, you're all right, guy. Don't worry about it. And he kind of buys into that. He goes, yeah, he's the problem. And, you know, he's the, the horrible person. This Whatever. is kind of how Matt and I became friends was a similar work friendship where one of us, Matt, really yeah. screwed up. And the other one was like, hey, you're all right, me. Yeah. <laughs> no, mean, it was actually the reverse. <laughs> I, I, actually, it was both. It was either way. I, we were both kind of just screwing around at that place. Neither one of us cared. Well. In all, in all honesty, and this will just be making an outtake, uh, there was a power outage, yeah. and um, they couldn't get everything back online, and so we couldn't do our jobs, and we were all standing around, and you said, well, fuck it, I'm going to take a smoke break. And I pointed at you and said, nicotine fit, and yeah. you recognized the quote from what I was saying it from, and yep. we just started talking from there, and that's how we became friends, everybody. That's, that's exactly right. Uh, so... <laughs> Wait, that's abuse uh, when your mother burns you on the stove because you did bad things? Yeah, Court, that's abuse. You okay, buddy? All right, we need to throw the ball around a little bit. No, I just okay. Yeah, I got, I got a, I got, man, I got some shit to work through. All right, yeah, I mean you to be okay though, right? We can keep going with the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mental health obviously has never mattered when it comes to doing this show. I mean, not to us. So anyway, <laughs> right? Uh, let's see here. Oh, he was making tea and had the flashback. Yeah. Wow, I am already having issues this morning. This is great. And so uh, he, he misses the bus. Oh, Jesus Christ, Matt, can you get it together today? At any fucking point. All right. And as they are driving to Donnie's, uh, they are driving. Oh, 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 fucking Jesus Christ, Matt. This is pretty long. <laughs> That's not what she said to either of us. Uh, deeper. We'd be talking about philosophy. Ha! <laughs> You're out of the job.
I just released the episode and this clip is still going. <laughs> Give me like that. I should just post it to all the Facebook groups. I think I have enough time. Yeah, right. <laughs> you are the king of mega clips. This is, al- this is almost as bad as uh, when we did um, Pontypool and like literally everything was a clip and they were all like nine minutes. Because it's all verbiage in Pontypool. Verbiage. It's the whole right. point of the fucking movie. Right. And I love that guy's voice, Stephen Hattie. Yeah. Ooh, you sound weird there for a second. Oh, it's probably just digitization, dude. I'm fine on my end. All right. Four minutes. Maybe I'll be able to finish up the postings of the groups on Facebook. Holy water. Right? So, uh, stuff and things, things and stuff. Yes, and things of stuff that are stuff and things. The stuff and all the things is stuff. So, because, you know, we always have stuff going on here. Oh, boy. Okay. So, so then the uh, he gets uh, uh, the the all the. there thinking that I'm a weird dude, you're absolutely right, but kick the fuck out of this weekend make it your bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, make sure you stop before you exit out of your window, so stop on your side All right. first. Alright, let's see here. Stop recording. That is done. Alright, and I will do the same. Recording stopped. <laughs>